Christian, go ahead and clap it in. Clapping. Juna, clap it in. Nope, that's actually going to make it harder. I know. Clap it in. <laughs> All right, we ready? Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. Today, we are talking Disney Plus's newest Marvel show, She-Hulk. I'm Ravi, and as always, I'm joined by my two brothers, Arjuna and Krishna in a turtleneck. No blazer, though, huh? Yeah, no, no blazer. You're in like a really cold state, not like emotionally or physically, just the state that you're in is cold. Yeah, it's a. It, I mean, it's uh, it's like seventy two degrees, but it, Wait, inside for some reason it feels like sixty seven. So I must be in like a shady spot right now. Can we back? Wait, I'm sorry. How? What? What? Who says it feels like sixty seven? Like no, no, no. My thermometer oh, inside oh, says sixty seven okay. degrees. I was so like, inside you can just tell. That's really yeah. specific. He's that's a superpower. I he have can a tell the temperature. In my brain. He, he can tell Fahrenheit. Speaking true. of uh, superheroes, we saw a bunch of. Not heroes, but people with superpowers in this finale <laughs> and this season as a whole. Of She-Hulk. Of She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. That's what we're talking Shulk. about. Yes. Yes, yes, Shulk. Sure. Uh, I want to start there real quick. Uh, the penultimate, was it the penultimate episode? Episode se- uh, eight. Eight, where we're introduced to Mr. Immortal. That was, no, that was that's episode six or five. Ah, gotcha. That was a while ago. So, I I don't know how you guys watched this show, but I ended up batching it into three three sections so i watched the initial like the first three or four episodes then i watched i think yeah it was episode five i wasn't a huge fan and then i just watched the remaining episodes all at once with the finale and it was a much more enjoyable experience watching Mm -hmm. the two the first and the second part as opposed to watching that week to week because Show's just not a good week to week show. I actually disagree with you. I think really? this is, I think this is one of the better MCU week to week shows Oof. because it's lower stakes in terms of So like rare stakes? No, in terms of like <laughs> when you go back to a Loki or a WandaVision, right? Each right. episode I mean WandaVision there's a little exception with the first few episodes where it's like a different thing each week at the big you know, with the different types of sitcoms. Right. But this one was like it was a it was a Somewhat self-contained story each week, right? There was a different case. There was a different thing going on. There was the overarching story of stuff that was happening. But this actually worked. And with the amount of content that's on right now, it was kind of like a nice palette refresher where in terms of I didn't have to necessarily like really focus and like really like do a lot of research after each episode in terms of like, wait, what is this? What is that? Who is this person? Who is that person? Like, it was a ni- it was just like a nice straightforward type of show. Like this is what the show was. It was a comedy. It has Jen Walters. These are the things that are going on in her life and her personal life and her work life. And it was kind of it felt like a throwback in a lot of ways. Of like this is kind of like a nice weekly show to have. And I was like if this is the way that they want to go with releasing these weekly, that's kind of the way that they should do it. Like it worked for me. I just batched it. Yeah. I watched the first four <laughs> episodes and then I saved, I watched all the rest this week and uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Arjuna might be right. I just have no experience with watching this show. I mean, I gave week. it, I gave it a try <laughs> with the week to week and I just sure. couldn't, it just wasn't something for me, a week to week show. For 
for me, a week-to-week show needs to be something that is, you know, it, it keeps your attention essentially, right? Like week over week, so that sure. I want to come back. Yeah. This one, for whatever reason, it was just like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Where it was very kind of, it felt serialized. Where it's like, yeah. this is the thing of the week, but it wasn't enough to be like, I have to come back, you know, yeah. whatever. I, I knew that I could just batch it. It was a quick and yeah. easy watch. I think I think in both scenarios we're right in terms of it's it's easy. There wasn't necessarily enough to be like I. It's like appointment television, right? But it's also just like something that's easy to kind of put on. It was nice and short. It's thirty minutes, and it was just like a. It was just like an, an easier show to watch than something like House of the Dragon or Rings of Power, where you really kind of have to like, I'm strapping in for like an intense hour, Emotional hour plus, coaster, yeah. and like there's a lot of stuff that's gonna happen, and it's gonna be like very intense. And this was like not intense, which was kind of which for me was really nice. It was like I looked forward to that during the week of like I have all this intense like content to consume. Even like Andor, for example, which has been going for the last few weeks. Like that's another show that's like really good, really, really good. Um, but also like really intense. There's a lot going on, right? And it's it's like forty, it's fifty minutes and it's just like, oh, this takes a lot out of me. And She Hulk, it's like, oh, I feel good after this one, you know? I feel like rejuvenated. All these other shows I'm like, man, I'm depressed. <laughs> I do not like this. <laughs> no, it's not I don't like it. It's just like you know, you feel heavy. You're out of breath. <laughs> you feel heavy. Yeah. From the rush. Right. Exactly. So then looking at, you know, the entire season as a whole, like how would you describe it in one word impression? Uh, Christian, let, let's hear let's hear how you would start with this. Um, I would say my one word impression for this show is I'm going to say comedy. Uh, I think it established itself as a comedy right off the bat. And I think. If you look at the entirety of the show, including the finale, which I think is controversial, if you look at it through the lens of just straight-up comedy, it works, I think, very, very well. Um, it was fun. Uh, I, our main character was really engaging um, in a comedic sense. So uh, that's going to be my one word, because I think that's the lens you have to view it, and that's the lens I viewed it, and I enjoyed it because of that. Comedy. Good. Comedy. Comedy. Ah, yes. Comedy. Uh, I'm going to (laughs) go with wall. Wall. Oh, fourth wall. (laughs) Because there was obviously tons of fourth wall breaking. And it also, I think for a lot of people, myself included, you know, in the very first episode, she breaks the fourth wall. And my gut reaction was, oh, we're we're doing like a Deadpool thing. And what's interesting is... She-Hulk actually did the fourth wall breaking well before Deadpool did. So the first She-Hulk comic where she broke the fourth wall was back in, I believe, the late 80s. And Deadpool didn't end up, wasn't around until like the mid to late 90s or whatever. Um, and, and even similar to what happened in the finale where she goes, she's on the Disney studio lot, which, by the way, is not where they filmed this, uh, which I thought was hilarious. It looked like it. Well, no, no. So what, when they're actually on the lot, yeah. yes, those sequences are yeah. the actual studio lot. Like, you both have been there. Yeah. But in terms of the show as a whole was not filmed. Well, obviously, like, no yeah. show is, like, really no, Exactly, but I, I, for me, I think <laughs> that's just kind of funny. Um, but, like, even similar to what happens there where she's talking to the writers and creators of the show, in the comics, she does the same thing where she's talking directly to the original creator of the show and one of the artists. There's an entire plot where they... Um, 
kidnap and hide the creator of She-Hulk to go and find his replacement. So that's actually hilarious. Which is great. Like they've done this this quite a bit. Um, so breaking that fourth wall has been very kind of um, integral to like her character and like who she is and how she connects with you as as a reader. While a Deadpool is just kind of doing it really for comedy purposes and just kind of leading wherever she Hulk does it more in a personal level where she's trying to like, you know, you're there with her, right? Like there are parts where she's even like, Oh, you're still here. Like she's directly talking to you and, and making like an emotional connect. Uh, so breaking, you know, yeah. Wall, which was great. Wall, wall. Right. Nice. Thank you. Comedy. You sure did that. (laughs) No, no, I was just saying (laughs) your explanation was comedy. Uh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> no. Interesting. Uh, well, thank you for asking what my one word would be. Uh, <laughs> it will be uh, origin. Uh, and I think uh, the, r- the reason I use origin is because this was an origin story for a new character, and it feels like one of the better ones uh, that the MCU has done in recent history. Um, I know for myself in terms of like the origin movie, especially the origin superhero movie, it is. It's very played out in a lot of ways, right? We've seen Bruce Wayne's parents be murdered uh, many times on screen. More than I care to admit. We've seen, you know, Uncle Ben also be murdered many times on screen. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of these origin like cliches kind of played out of like the character getting their powers, learning how to use it, becoming a hero, et cetera, et cetera. Um, to me, especially as we enter 2022 with the Disney Plus Marvel shows, introducing new characters like Moon Knight, like Miss Marvel, it felt like instead of doing the origin movie, they did the Disney Plus show to kind of introduce these characters. And like Moon Knight succeeded and failed in a lot of ways. Miss Marvel succeeded and failed in a lot of ways. Uh, and I'm not saying that She-Hulk was perfect, but to me of the three origin stories, this felt like the best one. This felt like the best way to do it. Um, you know why, though, right? Why? Consistency. So yeah. the problem with, like, Moon Knight and Miss Marvel is they started off doing these really cool, unique Sorry. ways of telling these stories, and then they fell into the Marvel trap of big battle, big yeah. finale, while this show was able to, because of the character, you know, adjust that yeah. to fit the character. Yeah, and we and we should talk about the finale itself, right? It's... Like you said with the wall, it's super fucking meta. Like it is. Well, language. It is a uh, children's podcast. We can use one. We can use one. <laughs> one. Uh, we can we use have one, one f bomb. I used it. Wait, is you that stole. one fucking f bomb per person or one fucking? <laughs> no, you just fuck? you, well, you just ruined it. Shit, fuck. <laughs> Can't monetize this one. Well, hell. But but right, the whole thing is meta. At the very end, right? The, they they start <laughs> the big battle sequence starts, and Jen is like, "Wait, this is what we're going with," and then like. Uh, Titania shows up, and then Bruce shows up, and we're like, wait, what's happening? Uh, And then you have the whole, you know, 10, 15-minute sequence of her going through the Disney Plus app, which, by the way, I will admit... uh, It threw you? I I watched it at midnight. It threw me. I was like, oh, I think my app crashed for about (laughs) two seconds. I was like, no, no, this is part of the show. Part of the show. (laughs) Um, Which is great. Great gag. I also felt like meta-commentary on the Disney Plus app in the early days crashing. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Um, I'm sure some VP was not happy with that. Yeah, but but it was great. Like they, you know, when they went into the writers' room, like that was Jessica Gao and the other yeah. writers and directors in there. They 
re- referenced Kevin Feige for God's sake and yep. made him out to be this like portal robot, uh, which is which is great. K E V I N. Um, Do you want cake? By the way, I really want cake after that scene. <laughs> the cake is a lie, uh, but I thought that was really great, and I thought it was a really. It, it reminded me in a lot of ways of Loki. Uh, mm-hmm. Loki also circumvented the big battle and did this amazing, you know, dialogue-heavy finale with Jonathan Majors as uh, uh, He Who Remains. Um, and this did that in a similar, but albeit different way, with mm-hmm. kind of breaking the fourth wall, feeding into the character of She-Hulk um, herself, and and just doing this, like, I'm going to do this, like, choose my own, you know, really feed into who I am as a character and kind of do my own thing. And then you have the hilarious bit of Daredevil literally dropping from the <laughs> sky yep. in daylight, uh, you know, and all this other, other fun stuff, which was, um, I thought, really effective. It, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Kang and, and Jonathan Majors because right when the whole thing was happen, happening with uh, K-E-V-I-N, um, I thought, oh, this has got to be a Kang thing. This is a multiversal <laughs> intervention. I'm like, oh, Kang's about to reveal himself. Uh, and I'm glad that they didn't do that because it would have, it, you know, you would have changed the tone of the, sh- the entire show and it would become something completely different. Um, so it's just funny that. Kang was on, you know, strongly on my mind during that finale. It's interesting with the entire Kevin and breaking and all that stuff. Like we all agree that that is all just like all the other fourth wall breaking. It's in her head, right? It's not within the universe. I mean, oh, I I don't know, and I don't, I think that, I don't that pisses a lot of people off. A lot of people like this. I, I went on YouTube this morning. You should never do that first thing in the morning, but I did. <laughs> and a lot of the videos were like, why this completely destroys the MCU. <laughs> you know, all of these oh like doom God. and gloom things. I'm like, I don't think it's that serious, guys. I mean, What are they going to do with Deadpool? What do you mean? He breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. yeah. He's MCU now. Yeah. Well, he's a man, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. According, <laughs> well, to, according wow. to those YouTubers. <laughs> according to those YouTubers. That's their logic. I'm just saying. I mean, They're, according to Todd as well and his group of uh, intelligentsia people, <laughs> because she was a, you know, well, what did they say? Just because, we're not saying this because she's, you know, a woman or whatever. I will say, I the whole intel, yeah. for the writers and everything to to know, like, exactly how people react to this character and feed that into the plot of yeah. what the show was, was brilliant. Like, it was just... Super well done. And What's like, great though? A, a hilar- amazing. The best thing, and the fact that they continue to do it, like they get the the, the stupid have idiots. You, but have you seen? Be, have you seen though that. the reaction to this episode in Brain of the Fourth Wall? The 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 thing that everyone who dislikes the show, what they're hiding behind is, oh, you break the fourth wall because you're covering up bad writing. That is the argument that's being made right now. Is like they well, they went this way because it's been all bad writing and i think again the point's been completely missed by a I, lot of I people i also think that those same people if the, if she hulk never broke the fourth wall would have been like but in the comics she broke the fourth wall <laughs> you didn't do it in the show you can't win with those people no you because can't, they're you can't, stupid yeah. <laughs> i honestly the the bad writing argument is used so much now uh, i'm confused like what good and bad writing is anymore like, I, can, I, I can help, help you. Know let me, um, let me help what, you what it, I don't even know what it is. Sure, I just Chris, sure. Stargate, the SG-1 <laughs> series, is mediocre writing. Stargate Atlantis is bad writing. Stargate Continuum started off bad, but got good, and then got canceled. This doesn't so help in, me. Universes? Universes? Universe. Continuum it, was the TV movie. In, in conclusion, yes. Oh. 
That right, good right. and bad writing is subjective. It's super subjective. <laughs> it's basically I mean, whatever's trending even, at the time. I don't even. I mean, like, it's like you. I, I, we're gonna make. We should make a video and be like, just say why this is bad writing. I'm like, I, I just don't even know. There are so. entire books about what's good and bad writing, Krishna. Sure. No, I. I un- we should I do understand a pod that, on but, one of those books. But uh, you know, writing for television and writing. F- for novels and, and stuff like that, it's it's it is different. Um, so it's true. I don't know. So again, I I'm still I'm a little lost. I'm I'm still a little lost. This is the grammar of it all too, right? Good what makes bad. a complete sentence? Well, you need a you need a punctuation. Mark. Dan Harmon would say that for television, you need a circular story where the characters <laughs> make a change but revert back to the original place, so that you can have a next episode. It's true. Hmm. That's that's his whole model for Rick and Morty. Getting back into like getting back into She-Hulk here, um, you know the entire season. I think we're kind of split in terms of was it good week to week, was it good overall. But in terms of other things that were good and things that you liked, do you guys have a particular part that stood out to you that worked that didn't work? I thought I th- I think just starting with the character herself, I thought like Jennifer Walters and She-Hulk like really worked, and I think. Maybe besides Moon Knight, I mean, I did like Moon Knight, but like for a lot of these shows, like I really liked Miss Marvel, I really liked Hawkeye, uh, you know, I really like a lot of these characters. Wait, you liked Hawkeye? Like the character? Oh, Hawkeye. not the series. Uh, the series I liked up until the finale. Oh. Um, but so uh, even though I don't love like every single piece of these shows, I really like the character, and I think She Hulk continues that trend of. I really like Jennifer Walters. I really like this character, and I think like this is a character that can do a lot of cool things within the MCU. And I thought that was the strength of the like show. Like you got a really great actress who really like nailed the role and made the show compelling. Christian. Oh, uh, favorite part. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, I thought everything with, um, Emile and abomination was, uh, I, I really enjoyed, like I liked Obama's like day. that, the, the whole, the whole episode, the whole therapy episode. Right. I thought, I think it's actually my favorite episode. Um, you know, just seeing, this guy act like a therapist. Um, and and then treat. I'm also a little confused with it, though, as well, at the end there. So I'm like, so was he helping Intelligentsia? Like, no, what? so from what... I was confused by yeah, that. Yeah, I rewatched it. And basically, I think his whole thing is helping people be the best them, best of themselves. <laughs> oh, so right. he's not going to judge what they're doing if it allows them That's as individuals even to even be better. their yeah. best self. Right. So right. it's okay, not so good. It's not bad. It's more like yeah. he needs to make a living. And, and clearly, yeah. with the like yeah. post credit scene, or yeah, I think that was post credit. It was the post credit scene. Uh, they're setting him up for more with Juan, right? Like yeah. there is more to their relationship than they showed in the earlier episodes of him breaking him out and them being up to something, right? And they even make the joke of like, oh, I was doing another show. I'm Wong. I was doing another show. You know, I was doing another thing and everything. So it's like. You know, it's the classic MCU movie thing where it's like character Y will return. It's yeah. like basically confirming it's like abomination will return. Have we do we know if a season two's already been greenlit? Is there a season two coming? Greenlit. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh the last thing I ever saw of Kevin Feige saying about She Hulk, and this was before the show premiered, was that She Hulk would show up in the movies. Um now obviously they talk about season two within the finale right uh and that that happening and i i would imagine like the format of the show and the series i think works better than some of these other shows where there should be a season two 
Um, so I would like to see a season two, but then I could also see She-Hulk showing up in Daredevil, Born Again. I could see her showing up in in movies and yeah. other things. Didn't you know, Kevin say "see you on the big screen," and then he was like, "Just kidding." Yeah, it was at the at the end of the yeah within the meta commentary. So it's like kind of up in the air. I think like Marvel's always been smart about like. They introduce a character, they see what the reaction is, and then they kind of plot. They have some, obviously, like, options of where they could appear, and then, like, if they're not popular, they go, like, the way of the Eternals and maybe, like, disappear for a little bit, and then, like, then why does no mention ever If that's true, if that's true, then why does Ant-Man have three movies? Because Ant-Man, because <laughs> people love Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul no, Rudd I mean, is the same I mean, grace. That's gotta, it's gotta yeah. be why. But yeah. still, like, because Ant-Man is not... And the movies made money. Popular. Like, well, yeah. the movies made money. Like, the they thing, all make money. The thing, Thad loves Ant Man. Well, the thi- the thing with the movies is public publicly facing. It's very easy to determine what is success and what isn't, right? Because it's it comes down to, to how much did this movie make in the box office. Uh, so Ant Man made money, therefore it gets sequels. TV shows a little harder because like not all of the data is public knowledge, so it's like don't know how popular these characters necessarily There's are. There's also the merchandise factor too. Sure. Like Ant-Man is a popular toy uh, character and really? amongst kids, yeah. So huh. having and also like having Ant-Man be kind of also crucial to making Endgame work in sure. the sense of like it was his idea and everything that got everything. And Kang Dynasty apparently. Yeah, exactly. Like it makes yeah. the character, you know, somewhat important even though like yeah, maybe sure. it's not done in the best way. I think the nice thing is at least Ant-Man with one, and then the sequel got better, and then the more we've seen of Ant-Man, it's gotten a little bit more interesting. So, yeah. Uh, by the way, I I, li- I like Ant-Man. I'm just I'm just going with the, uh, you know, it, Ant-Man seems to be just so low on the talking points. It seems seemingly I don't, I could be wrong there, but I mean Ant-Man and Quantum Mania is that what it's called? No, yeah. I like that movie. Uh, I mean, the big talking point, I don't know if you've seen, is uh, Jonathan Majors. Majors. He did a cover oh. shoot, I guess, for like Men's Health Magazine and GQ, right? G- or something. Yeah. And he's just jacked. And everyone's like, Kang is going to wipe the floor with Paul Rudd or Ant Man. <laughs> well, Probably. There's, there's like a leaked image of like Paul Rudd is like bloodied. Yeah. For like Ant Man 3. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> Could be the death of Ant Man. Could That's be. That's the rumor. That's the big rumor. Ooh. They haven't done that recently. What do you mean? Oh, I guess in phase four. Yeah, they haven't killed anybody. They haven't. (laughs) They killed somebody in every phase? I mean, they killed some Eternals. Yeah, but the Eternals are copies and robots or whatever, so. They could bring them back. They could bring them back. (laughs) It's very true. So not that big of a deal, unfortunately. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, again, again, that movie is just kind of a. Again, my biggest problem with that movie is a gigantic. Thing showed up in the sky, and we've only gotten some web clippings. Hey, it was right, re- yeah, it was actually in She Hulk. Reference in She-Hulk. Yeah, it, it was, was in She Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, finally. But it was Spoiler like a, alert! My a, bold prediction was right. Was it? Boo. I said the Celestials would be mentioned? finally be mentioned in She Hulk, and it was. Yeah. <laughs> I win. Exactly. I don't remember that. It's like it's, Eternals it's, will finally be referenced. It's yeah. it's it's in uh, when she's Jen scrolling is on, scrolling the, on yeah. the internet for new jobs. There's like a, a thing about the celestial in the ocean. Let, let's get into the I think the bigger talking point of She Hulk is She Hulk and Daredevil an item for sure. 
Okay, yeah. great. That's all I need to know. Yeah. But, yeah. Was, why is that even point, a question? Especially because Daredevil is going to be 18 episodes. Yeah. I think it would be strange if she's not, she doesn't show up in that show. For yeah, I mean, there are different coasts, though. So, Daredevil showed up in two episodes here. I mean, it's a six-hour flight. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It basically takes a whole day to go from L.A. It, to... Yeah, in real life, it's a TV show. I they mean, don't have to show for six hours. This isn't 24. <laughs> they don't have to show six hours of them traveling Oh, man. Ooh, can you imagine if he had to go to New he's York? In, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in traffic from JFK. They did it, but they did in seasons have, like, the presidents on planes, like, traveling yeah. across. Yep. And, like, a quarter of the season is them just traveling and talking on the plane. And it's like. And then gets off the plane. This is where the this is where the concept of the show kind of fails. <laughs> yeah, of 24? Yeah. Yeah. Going back into the yeah. season for 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 this, you know, the big. I mean, I guess the other big reveal is Hulk shows up with a son, Scar, Scar, and uh, the 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 funniest thing that I've seen is everyone. You see this character for probably one point eight seconds, sure, and everyone is saying they've ruined the character already. Yes. Scar, yep, they've ruined Scar out of one point eight seconds of footage of showing this character. I what I really liked about it is how small they played it. Like that's a big reveal. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they're just like, oh yeah, I have a son. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, it was great. So ridiculous. It was great. And it, again, it fit. It, I think like this is one of those MCU shows that knew what it was from beginning to end and like really played into that because I think like other MCU shows would have made that uh, the a big critter, point, right? Yeah. Like Hulk would have dropped in and like his son would have helped in the final battle. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, there's this cool character and it's taking away from like. Jen and she Hulk, and they didn't do that, which or a whole not. episode, right? They would have were Star Wars, oh, yeah. It would have been two episodes, would have been the whole back half of yeah. the season, yeah. <laughs> oh, just kidding. It's oh, yeah, Hulk it's called She Hulk, but show. we're gonna just show Hulk, which is the other part of the the, the title of the show. So, with I, that I big reveal, the, though, oh. like with Scar, I mean, being there and him having a son, the assumption is he conceived that child most likely when he was on the uh planet with the collector, yeah, because that's the planet he was going to. When he was flying out, yeah. right, on that ship. Yeah. And that ship that was there basically tell him, hey, Probably. you have a son. I, we would assume, yeah. Okay. Well, that mystery was solved. Christian, are you going to say something? Oh, I was going to say, with uh, the whole the whole Scar reveal, I just thought the uh, the family's reaction to it was so was hilarious, too. Just to play in, like, the nonchalance of the reveal. Like, they're like, oh, how nice. And they go up to, like, <laughs> like you know, like, hug him and stuff. Like, oh, they, they don't even ask questions, you know? Well, I mean... Right. Uh, Two of your like the kids are Hulks, so yeah, why would Yeah, you? right, right. At this point it's like, oh, we're just happy you're alive and you know, not in jail or something. So. I think this is a smart show too, in terms of they know the audience and they know that people will know what that means and dig into it. And there's the you know, as we talked about in our previous podcast, the mystery box of it all too, right? Where there's this kind of like new mystery to unwrap across the MCU, which is you know a plus thing that the MCU has done with after credit scenes and like other little teases of things to come. With you know going all the way back to the first Iron Man with the you know the War Machine suit and and the Avengers initiative, right? Those were the you know two of the original MCU mystery boxes in a lot of ways. Here's the I think the biggest question: like this is the last Disney Marvel Disney Plus show for Phase Four for Phase Four. As uh, the time of taping of this pod, we don't have official dates for any other Disney Plus, except for the Groot 
Guardians the Guardians is thing. W- I don't think we have an official date. I think that's just sometime in December. So we know that that's coming, but we don't yeah. know about any other series currently. No, we know like we just have like w- according Q1 to one right whatever. according to Wikipedia. <laughs> well, so reliable and, and just they're supposed to, like next year yeah. the shows that are supposed to drop are Secret Invasion, uh, Echo, um, Daredevil, Daredevil's twenty twenty four early twenty twenty four. So Secret Invasion, Echo, Loki, Loki season, season two. two. Um, there's supposed to be another one, a couple more that I can't remember right now. But there's supposed to be there's supposed to be like four. There's so like as four we, as we're there. wrapping up phase four here, we have uh you know Wakanda Forever coming out in a couple of weeks in November. You know, let's take a quick moment to kind of look back here. It, phase four has been about two and a half years, uh, roughly. Sure. Yeah. Well, technically, phase four started uh with Black Widow. So that's twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one. Was it twenty twenty one? I yeah. don't remember. There were no MCU releases in twenty twenty. Okay. So, so te- and so te- well actually technically the first thing was WandaVision at and the that beginning was of twenty twenty one. So it's been about let's say just under two years. Yeah. So you know, we've had all of this content, subpar movies, subpar series. <laughs> Here's the big question for both of you. Should they continue doing what they're doing? Does this formula work or are we really at the point of please stop? And reevaluate. Well, well, I think the question's almost ir- irrelevant because they're just going to keep doing what they're <laughs> doing, as we know from the release dates. Because money, uh, actually, yeah, your uh, your one word impression for the last Rings of Power, I think, is very applicable here. <laughs> um, money, money. Um, like, I, and we talked about this, I think, when we did the premiere for She Hulk. We said that it seems like She-Hulk is stepping in a slightly different direction than we've seen with previous um, MCU shows. And you get the feeling with the shift in the phases, right? Phase five, phase six, the things that they uh, announced, right? The last big panel or whatever, um, that they're going to be doing things a little bit differently so it it seems i get the feeling they're shifting gears slightly and that they are changing things um we'll see like how that plays out uh but at least that's the impression i'm getting i think this is like i think these phases are mirroring like the previous three phases in a lot of way phase four is very much like phase one you're introducing a bunch of new characters a bunch of new things that are going to be important and pivotal uh, so you know, just think of thinking of the the new characters you've introduced, uh, um, Florence Pugh's um, Black Widow Junior, Black Widow, <laughs> Black Widow Junior, uh, Shang Chi, <laughs> the Eternals, um, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, a Hawkeye, sorry Hawkeye, uh, and She Hulk, right, and then also the new Black Panther is upcoming, and then you've reintroduced. And um, made other characters more important, like um, Wanda and Loki, right? So I think these are. I think they're presenting this as these are the pivotal players for this next batch of movies, right? This is this is what Phase Four is about, kind of like Phase One. Here's Iron Man. Here's Captain America. Here's Thor. Here is um, a Hulk, and then they team up to become the Avengers. And so I'm not saying like these characters are gonna team up necessarily, mm-hmm. but I think these are the characters that are gonna kind of carry you through 2026 or 2027, whenever the end of Phase Six is kind of 
And so, like, origin stories are always just, again, a little bit more cliched, a little bit more, like, cookie cutter, here's what we have. I think they try to do it with some of these Disney Plus shows, some success, some failure. And I think now that you're kind of out of that phase of here's all this new stuff, it's like we're now into, like, we're into it. Like the here's, the, secret here's the actual story. Yeah, Secret Invasion is going to be interesting because it's all established characters already. Sure. For the most part. I mean, uh, there's... um, Like, even... There's so one new character, actually, played by... Who plays Khaleesi? Emil... Amelia Clark? Yeah, she's going to be in, in Secret, secret Invasion. Invasion. We don't know who she's playing, so it's a new character. But, but again, but it's not an origin sure, story. But, but and I will say, even though like you have Blade coming and Fantastic Four and X-Men, even though they're new to the MCU, I think, kind of like Rings of Power... You know, it's established IP already where there's right. already an understanding of who these characters are. Well, just how are. they did Spider-Man. Exactly. Like, yeah. you didn't have to redo Spider-Man's origin because people have to know see it. Uncle Ben die You don't need to re-necessarily do the X-Men origin because, like, they're already been peppering in, like, mutants or a thing within She-Hulk, within Miss Marvel, and all, of a sudden, you know, all these other properties, right? right? So you don't have to necessarily... Fantastic Four. We've seen Mr. Fantastic, right? In an, an alternative Earth. And Doctor so then I guess your argument would be that I guess you could say that phase one or phase four is very much how phase one was. Yeah, exactly. Where it was just like a lot of, oh, we're in the very, like, we're yeah. in this, like, cookie here, cutter thing. Here are, the, here are the players. Right. Right? Because we've, we've got Kang as well, right? The, the presumed big bad <laughs> of uh, these phases with Kang Dynasty and et cetera. I'm going to assume Kang is actually really, like, a nice guy. He, he's, he's, like, some of his versions are nice. That's true, actually. Some of them are, like, <laughs> they're, they're, not all, they're not all conquerors. Yeah. yeah. Some are some are, some are good people. Some of them are just talkers. Yeah, yeah. Just like to talk. He who remains wasn't that bad. Like he, you know, he, he seemed, he seemed a, like a decent fella. He seemed like someone <laughs> I would love to have a conversation with. Yeah, over my ties. Do you think that guy was jacked too? Probably. No, I mean, saw the same actor. <laughs> yeah, but was it before he got jacked? I mean, what is he's, that even? He's do? always been jacked. Yeah, he just got more jacked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Was it pre-jacked? Let's let's uh, let's quick, let's quick before we get into bold predictions here. <laughs> let's take a quick revisit of our qualifier. So basically, what did we need to happen in order for us to say that this was a good show? Okay. Now, Christian, you said char- characteristics of Jennifer Walters sticks around. What did yeah, you mean I think by that? Spe- <laughs> specifically like the comedy right. and her awkwardness. Um, those were like the two I feel like biggest draws to that character for me. So as long as she didn't lose that and turn into a really confident, uh, you you know, like superhero, basically, like just go from zero to a hundred in one season. As long as they kept that, I thought the show would be successful. And for the most part, that's exactly what happened. Um, she still has, you know, the the self doubts, the 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 real everyday problems throughout the whole season, right? Um, and, uh, and and that was the draw of the show for me. Is like an, a super powered person dealing with everyday problems while trying to balance work and work and home and uh, all this relationships and all this stuff. So Christian's a fan of that. Spider-Man. <laughs> nice. Just kidding. Arjun, you had said LA specific cameos, which we did get. We got like the Disney lot. Yeah, that's true. We got we got like some LA stuff. So. But didn't you want mark. more? Didn't you want more obscure ones? No, I just said I LA. Like Sultan Straw on whatever. Street I mean, they Hollywood. they were they had streets like that Astro were real Burger. streets right. in LA. It wasn't like fake LA because I know I don't think this whole like the whole show wasn't filmed in LA, no, it was and so I'm sure a lot of it was recreations and whatnot. Yeah, of so 
I'm glad it was like real LA though. I said continue the world building, which I think they definitely did a good job, especially yeah. through the lens of like the law firm. We got to see real life examples of like superhero type or not. I guess they're not even superhero, just powered people, legal issues, right? Which was great. And then let's take a look at bull predictions that we all had. Unfortunately, Arjuna was right, so that always annoys me. He said Eternals will finally be referenced, which it was referenced, even though it was on a website, on a screen, while scrolling. Still Still referenced. referenced. I still win. Christian said that the Bruce bar is is the same from Spidey, and Venom will show up and make Bruce bad. Very good bull prediction. Feels like a season two. Feels feels like like and then Scar will fight him. Yeah, it feels like it'll never happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah, yeah, it feels wrong. <laughs> uh, and then I said, uh, we'll throw a temper tantrum at the CGI. Like a third Some temper bold. tantrum because it all, it, it all looked. It, uh, I actually thought it looked better uh, than the last few episodes. Uh, like it, it, it felt like the budget bad. was like saved a little bit more. And you know what <laughs> makes it worse? You know, we, we our previous pod was on Rings of Power, which had really well done cgi because there was time put into it and money was put into it so it, it makes it difficult because i was watching these like i started my morning out watching all of like she hulk yeah and then i ended my day watching the rings of power finale and it's wildly different in terms of like you know everything. special everything yeah. so everything, it, yeah. unfortunately it sticks out just that much more in terms of how bad it looked one studio is cheap Here's a and question the other is for Amazon Prime. <laughs> Ravi. Yes. Ravi. Yes. Uh, would you rather have no CGI than bad CGI? Yeah, 100%. All the time. So they did, how I would mean, they, they do? Play with how that, would with the theme, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I was going to say. The Hulk like, thing with the paint. Yeah. You know, would you rather have the Lou Ferrigno <laughs> look <laughs> than the... Oh, right, wow. 100%. Wow. Because here's the thing. that The Lou Ferrigno Hulk was from a time period where... We did not have the skills, know-how, in terms of practical effects that we have now. I do believe, and I have seen it. I've seen some cosplayers who've done She-Hulk real, and it looks decent. Yeah. So, yeah, it's possible. It's just for whatever reason they went this route. I'll say That's this. Fine. I'll say this about the MCU. Because we, we talked about Phase 4 being two years. It's been so much bad CGI yeah, it's just that I'm, together. like, blind to it at this point. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me the, the same way experience. and i imagine that it doesn't affect a lot of viewers the same way yeah. in terms of just being like you know we can accept this quality now uh yep. which is not a great place to be in but i guess disney was banking on that and they win it's it. great for disney because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's they're like, just like uh, we can they're, go they're making the stuff at that cost at <laughs> right. cost and we've at this point we're just so used to it now it's yeah. like yeah. Ah, you don't even blink well, like, i mean think about thor and doctor strange but, but like, even like but go back to like real life things where it's like you know apple with the iphone they removed the headphone port and remember that was the big thing for a long time but guess what you know years you later we're they we've adapted we've had to adapt to it so it's, it's the, the same button. thing the button like the wheel the wheel like so many things people and, were were upset about those things yeah and now people are just like it's fine Soon enough, it, they'll remove the phone. You just pay for the box. It used to be puppets. Yeah. Now it's like real CGI. CGI. Yeah. Well. It's puppetry. Bring CGI. back the puppets. <laughs> <laughs> Looking ahead for She-Hulk, whether that's a season two or showing up in another series or a movie, what bold predictions do we have for for the character? Damn, I had one and I totally forgot. So someone else has I'm going to go with something I mentioned earlier in the pod. I think She-Hulk will show up in Daredevil and be a... 
will be it'll be more of a one episode cameo. It'll be like a significant arc An or arc. portion um, <gasps> of the show. They get into a huge fight about who's moving to what coast, and then they end up breaking up. No, mm. I, it it's interesting. We didn't talk a lot about Daredevil and his inclusion um, in the season as a whole, but like obviously. We've all seen the Daredevil show. I don't know how if you guys have seen the full three season run, oh yeah, um, or whatnot. But like that Netflix version of Daredevil, very dark, very gritty, right? Um, this is a different version of Daredevil. It's not. It's not the same. Uh, kind of similar to Kingpin, where he's wearing the Hawaiian shirt, and it's just you're kind of like, wait, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, for me, this version of Daredevil worked because it still felt like he had some of the broodiness that we had come to know with the Charlie Cox version. The but coolness. it also but it also fit into the MCU where he's a little bit more lighthearted. Well also he's, he's gone through three seasons of growth. Sure. Like if he was the exact same Daredevil that we saw in the first season, yeah. then what what was the point yeah. of those three seasons? The also thing, there's been some time Laura, since Lauren Lauren actually made those this show those seasons. Lauren also made this point too like when you're watching the Daredevil episode, when he's going through and beating up the goons, yeah. he is still physical. He is still right. beating them and hurting them. Um, and they even shoot it very kind of darker and closer and all that fun stuff. Yeah. But the like the Daredevil itself as, as, a, as a superhero, I think he's similar to like what we are familiar with. Maybe it's a little bit more lighthearted. But the character of Matt Murdock, Matt Murdock is a much happier individual than what we see in the daredevil series and again time has passed you don't want to see the exact same thing because then again the character hasn't grown and it's still moody and that's boring so i think boring but my my bold prediction i'm gonna um you'll throw a temper tantrum at the yeah again for a (laughs) c-she-hulk no i was actually gonna say that um they're going to get rid of the CGI version version and go with a practical um, version of She-Hulk. Uh, the reverse of what they did with episode one of Star Wars, where it was a puppet Yoda, and then they went and digitally replaced it with a digital version of Yoda. This is going to do the reverse. That's so are you point. saying they're going to go in after no, and no, put no. a so practical one in? Any future versions of She-Hulk oh, that we see, it's going to be a practical She-Hulk and not a CGI monster. That's very bold. That's we'll the whole that. segment. It's called bold predictions. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have not bold predictions. I like gotta say, your last throwing two a temper tantrum at CGI—they're not just bold. They're just like flat out wrong. <laughs> Yours, is pathetic. <laughs> wrong predictions. So what do you? What do you get to say there? Jennifer Walter shows up. That's like, come on, Daredevil. That's not bold. We know that's gonna happen. Yeah, that's not. That's confirmed. Christian, uh, do you have one? Nothing. Uh, no, but I'm going to come up with one on the fly. Um, season two of She-Hulk uh, will feature um, the fly. Uh, fly. She-Hulk becoming the attorney, the official attorney to the Avengers. And I think that the next season of She-Hulk will be leading into the next Avengers movie specifically so she's gonna become their lawyer right they're gonna have they mentioned sokovian accords that's in been this repealed. season i don't think they're that's i don't think that was willy-nilly i think uh so yeah 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 official next season will deal with legal trouble with the avengers reforming them legally and then that will set them up for the next avengers movies that's kind of cool actually that's pretty bold see that's a good bold prediction 
Maybe we could take notes from Krishna. Switch the no. Avengers out for X-Men. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. That would be better. Uh, we should That's mention, be this is the sweet. first canonical mention of the actual word X-Men in the MCU. I, I would disagree because, again, this is in her head. So It's, it's said out loud. We don't know if it's in her head. It actually could be real. Tomatoes yeah, and potatoes. We yeah. we, 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 tomatoes you're assuming it's in her head. It, toma- actually, it actually could be real. Tomatoes it, and potatoes. Was it mentioned yeah. at the camera or to another character? No, she said it she says it to the camera. Straight to camera. Yeah. Oh, then it's in her head. All we the fourth wall stuff is in your head. We don't know. We don't we don't we don't know if that's established. Hold on. This I gotta though. talk to my fourth wall real quick. It has to. Just talk to the fourth wall. Yeah, we paused while you talked to it. <laughs> we didn't even notice. <laughs> but I mean, we're running out of time here. But let's go you did say this at the start of our original pod for She Hulk. Or maybe you didn't mention it, but you said you had a theory that the She-Hulk or the Hulk poison right. venom in her, like with Bruce Banner, it creates Bruce Banner and then the Hulk and then they find harmony. Yep. But you had mentioned, and I still like this theory, that her talking the fourth wall is actually her other personality yeah. that she's talking to right. and not necessarily us. Yeah. Which unfortunately, again, though, goes back to it's all in her head or whatever. Um, but I still like that theory. And again, it, what's... Nice with that is it doesn't matter either way. It doesn't actually change anything, but it's still like a nice thing of like, oh, she's only now doing this because she has the the, the stuff the in her system. Yeah. That's the, the oh, I change. remember my I remember my original bold prediction. Jesus Christ. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Super if, you, if you'll let me say it, I, I like my new one better, but my original one was that uh, season two will deal with, uh, I think should, there's going to be an episode where it's animated and it's a what if episode. So it'll be a spin-off what if episode with She-Hulk. That would actually be super cool. That would be a nice oh. good like synergy thing too. Planet Hulk. Could be. That it would be, be fun. Be. Yeah, it would be cool. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. Well, yeah, what if they there, there is no Planet Hulk and they just do like a what if episode like 20 minutes and like <laughs> That that would piss off a lot of people. I that know. would people be. want to be happy. Riots, we, should, we should also blood. mention that uh this week um rumors became rampant that uh harrison ford oh, has, yeah. has been recast as uh, thunderbolt ross who becomes yeah. the red hulk that's um, just rumors though right just rumors right it's now. just but it's, it had been rumors for a while and now it's like stronger rumors that, that seems he's, insane he's been, been cast. it does it does it does seem especially because harrison ford is uh, a bit injury prone on sets and is it hurt who plays thunderbolt right now well yeah. his hurt. name yeah. Passed away though. Right, he had he passed away. Yeah. Um. So they had to recast the character if they wanted to include him. Well, it was, so I mean, this this goes into you know everything that happened with you know Chadwick Boseman. There's been conversation about that recasting and why are you doing it for one and not the other. So mm-hmm. that in itself is a whole other discussion we're not going to have right now. But I wanted to mention because yeah. he is a, a a Hulk character. Yeah, that would yeah, logically appear in a Planet Hulk. Yeah. So that's that'd be interesting. Uh, let's ask the final question and get out of here. Katrina, uh, you can kick us off. Are, are we going to do both, or are we just going to do the season? Let's do the season. Okay. Let's do the season. Ravi. No. Was? Yes. She-Hulk. Maybe. Season one slash the entire series? Question mark? Good. This is a lot of pressure. I don't like going first. <gasps> yes, it was good. I do think it's one of the ones that stands out amongst all of the show, all of the, the Disney Plus shows, and... I just realized I say that every single time we talk about a Disney Plus show, and then in I think about you said a week, no about Moon Knight. Yeah, I did say that about Moon Knight, but 
in a week I'll forget it all of it, which kind of sucks actually. They want you to forget. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So you could buy more toys to remember. I don't have any Marvel toys. You have the uh, that's the, crazy. Ga- the gauntlet. Krishna, <laughs> was she Hulk season one good? Yeah, it was good. It was a good time. It was funny. Uh, I like that the like Arjuna mentioned the stakes were low. Um, you know, you didn't have to think too hard, but it was fun. It was still entertaining. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say it was good. Uh, Arjuna was. Season one of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, good. Yes, it was. It was a fun time. It was a good show. Another strong character being introduced into the MCU. I like a lot of, like I've said before, I like a lot of these new characters. I'm excited to see them in in different circumstances, in different team-ups, kind of playing off of each other. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Ooh. Uh, Yeah, real quick then. Quick question. Uh, We don't have time. Never mind. Well, the just go. Just ask the question. question. Oh, okay. Um, so if you had to put She-Hulk in a team-up with one other MCU character, who, which one do you think she would synergize with the best? Deadpool. I would do Deadpool, oh, She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah. I think with the fourth, the fourth wall breaking, it could be really fun. Um, I think they also have some stuff in the comics as well. Daredevil. Well, that's the easy one, Michael. <laughs> yeah, Daredevil's uh, the easy one. Yeah. I'm going to go with Ashram. Who? Uh, the the giant. The celestial. Oh, the celestial. <laughs> oh interesting. I'm gonna she, say I'm gonna say the Punisher. Wait, I uh, didn't get to with, say why. With John Bernthal. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Punisher would be actually really cool, uh, because yeah. there's legal stuff there. But we've kind of seen the legal side of Punisher with Daredevil, so it feels like you'd be rehashing that. But Ashram, because there'd be a lot of fourth wall breaking. Um, I think it's Arisham. Arisham. A lot of fourth wall breaking with <laughs> that character and us kind of being like. He, he's a he's a he's a jerk. So. I'd like to get him That's breaking hilarious. the fourth wall and get a celestial's insight into the story. <laughs> oh yeah, I, but that, it's probably like so insignificant to them they would they wouldn't even care. So I want to see She Hulk. Uh, I want to see Jen uh, represent um, Wandavision in her redemption arc that they want. That would be cool. But again, Wanda Wanda's evil, Ooh. so it's fine. No redemption there. I'm pretty sure they're gonna try to redeem her. They're all bad. As you cross over. <laughs> Um, She-Hulk defends um, Batman. Cassian Andor <laughs> and his crimes that he commits he against no the crimes. Empire. Against the Empire. Like and with that, that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good? As always, thank you for tuning in, listening, joining in on the conversation. You can find our full podcast on YouTube.com slash Was It Good. Follow us on Twitter at Was It Good, on TikTok and Instagram at Was It Good Pod. Our next pod is going to be on the uh, first or only season? First season. First season of uh, Deadpool's soccer team documentary, <laughs> Welcome to Wrexham, and the other guy. Hey, bring Rob. on the Deadpool and Rob McElhenney. <laughs> oh, Great. That song's stuck in my head always. Anyway, goodbye.